Today we have an incredibly fun guest with us. She is here in the home studio. Uh, Emilio and I like to kind of refer to her as the uh, resident mm-hmm. underpaid intern. Keeping us up to date to what's what's popping on TikTok, the, the cultural researcher for the podcast, <laughs> um, for all content under the age of 28. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um if you're on Twitter, you might know her as Cool Pilled. If uh, you're on uh, TikTok, maybe you know her as Can You Call Me Back? Uh, mm. And avid listeners of this show might remember her as the very nice e-girl with mm. a love for Lil Abo's Tay Noir, which is now rapidly waning, and we'll get to that later. But uh, making her podcasting debut, we are talking with writer and self-described oversharer Anna Salazar. Anna, welcome to the podcast. Long time coming. What's up? Thank you so much for having me here. It's been a long time coming. Yeah? Yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm drinking my vibe. So, yeah. Vibes with a with a Vibes y. with a Y. Yeah, no, I'm having a great day. It's beautiful outside. This is crazy. Sorry, yeah. Just looking at the packaging right now, just all it says is vibes. Yeah. Like mood. Does, does yours all say mood too? In aerial black. Else? It all says mood, yeah. <laughs> it's it's got that uh Frank Ocean blonde. This is like the um italic type going on. Yeah, here. yeah. I mean it's good. Vibing, dude. Yeah, just vibing with some vibes. Joe vibing, going Brandon mode with it. Uh, yeah. Everything now, okay, everything nowadays, this is the exact recipe. Ashwagandha, L-theanine, then you throw in some other stuff, vitamin C, zinc. I got those sleep patches. Oh yeah, and it's it's just like the, I haven't tried it yet, but it's just ashwagandha, L-theanine, some like extract of CBD. It's it's just all the same as these sparkling seltzers, right? And the 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 sparkling seltzers are it's as Reed Rowling would say, the great rebranding of soda. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm really curious to try out those uh, sleep patches. What are they called again? Deeps. Deep? Have you heard of Deep? No, Anna? what is a sleep Getdeep.com. It's like a... Uh, <laughs> Getadeep.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. like it like does sound website. like a porn company. But uh, Like tushy.com. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure like Deeps, you would know. It's, it's like a global, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a global situation where like the Deeps... Um, the Deep State. URL, yeah, URL was taken, so they had to do mm. Get get Deep. Get mm. <laughs> I <laughs> no, don't like that. No, but that is wild though, because there is like a, the Tushy bidet. And oh, then there's that no, famous okay, like, Tushy... I, like, I've had the same, I've had this, uh, I'm familiar with both tushies and I've had the same thought process where I'm like, how do they not get confused? It'd be funny if one bought the other. Yeah. Well, maybe one helps the other. So it's like when people are preparing for a scene, um, and they get enemas, <laughs> maybe tushy has their own brought enemas, to you by tushy and then they go and shoot tushy.com. Um, but, uh, Anna Salazar on the podcast, Hello. you know, we had so much fun with Marcelo the other day kicking off our uh, Dewey dates that, you know, we thought it would be fun to have a former relationships writer on the podcast to just 
help us figure out what what is going on in the world of dating. But uh, before we get to that, Anna, mm-hmm. you know how this show goes. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, I like brought a little notebook with just yeah. my, my routine and I wrote everything in pink. I want to give everyone a visual. You're breaking the streak. We had such a long streak of men, of men? on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. What was the streak? Like three episodes. <laughs> the most men we've ever had on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Love. So I, I just walk you through through my routine. Yeah. You drop drop the routine. Okay. AM, PM, um, I will say my AM and PM routines are pretty similar, except I like don't put sunscreen before bed. Um, but like the products kind of stay the same. I started off with Youth to the People Superfood Cleanser. I've been using that since I was probably like 18 because I worked at a free people and they had mm. it and I used to steal. I like stole samples of it because I couldn't afford it. Um, and then after that, I don't really believe in toner and I don't really exfoliate, which is kind of controversial. I know. (laughs) Are you afraid your freckles will fall off? No, it's just like, I, I definitely fell victim to the whole like Neutrogena grapefruit scrub craze. And then what was the other one that was like orange and clean and clear? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Little beads. Yeah. So I like used those a lot and then I noticed that I started breaking out a bunch and then my thought process was like oh I'm just getting like the cheap products and I kept buying like more expensive scrubs Mm -hmm. and I just kept breaking out and then one day I think I just ran out and miraculously my skin just got so Mm -hmm. good so I like don't really exfoliate anymore because I'm scared of it I'll go get a facial and like I'll have them do it but I don't trust myself with any sort of scrub um but I've been using the Augustina's Botter Essence, which was a gift. Did you get that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was just a gift. It was a PR gift. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I like it. I've been. I. I. Uh, as as we're running out of products, I've been using mine. Mine too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. What do you I, find it does? Because I, I didn't get to use mine. Well, I. Think, <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, I think it's just like helped clarify a little bit like it's definitely brightened my skin a little bit more uh however because it was a gift i've been using it liberally and i know (laughs) that i shouldn't because it is a 90 dollar product so by the time it's over i like don't think i'll i'll buy it again but it doesn't really bother me because i don't believe in toner are you applying it with a cotton pad or straight straight to the skin if I'm feeling lazy, I'll just do skin skin. yeah, skin to skin. But uh, usually, I'll do I'll do cotton pad okay. since the packaging actually says to do it. I don't oh, know. If, it really? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that would improve exfoliation uh, or I don't know. anything. I mean, I like it. I'll I won't reach out for it again when it runs out. But <laughs> <laughs> um, after that, to kind of cancel out the fact that I use a $90 toner, I do simple skincare moisturizer. Huh. It's called the Replenishing Rich Moisturizer. It's $10 at Target. Simple skincare. Yeah. Are you familiar with that brand? No. No. I can't even, I can't even <laughs> like picture the, the, the packaging. But I think the name sounds familiar, but I don't... But maybe that's just like the natural effect of having a brand called Simple Skincare. So I I worked for a skincare and hair care company for over a year. So I was very 
privileged in the sense that I would get a lot of those products for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year around April, I quit. And around the same time that I quit, I ran out of their products and I was going to LA. I was going to be staying in the desert. And I, I think like Amen. Sephora wasn't open yet. And I was like, oh, I just need to go to Dwayne mm-hmm. Reed and like get moisturizer. I picked that up and it was so good. I don't think I'm going back. Damn, okay. Uh, yeah, simple skincare. <laughs> it's great. Uh, after that, I just do the Biosan squalene peptide eye gel. Just use it because I felt like 24 is a good age to start using eye cream. Okay. <laughs> you know. I, <laughs> do you, you use eye cream? I stopped using it. I did too. I used to, but because oh. I think we had like one guest on that's, that said something interesting about it. I mean, it's like... I. Yeah, I don't know. It was also just expensive more than anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's also most of your moisturizers. Like, say if you have like, I'll just dab that onto onto the eye, right? Or like, yeah, you have a serum and you just you put your little dupe patches on and mm. yeah. Although I have been using F. Miller's eye oil, ooh, but that's just like it's just it just makes my eyes like kind of like it gives them a bit of a like a glow. Okay, I don't think it's actually doing like it's I the will- same as if I put like some Tatcha lip mask on my right because it's like I feel like using eye cream even though I understand over time everyone's eyes start developing wrinkles and I'm not just talking about crow's feet mm-hmm. but I especially when you're this young I mean if you're already doing like vitamin a you know you have a pretty steady routine you're applying SPF like I can't imagine it really showing off results i think the results like young people want to see is like i need the bags out of my eyes yeah well i kind of bought it because i felt like my bags were getting a little too dark um and i just went into sephora and i was like i would like a brightening eye cream and they just directed me to the biosans one it is a little expensive and i will say the packaging does not reflect that but their spokesperson is Reese Witherspoon, so I feel like the money's going to her. Biosense. 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 I have been seeing that 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 name thrown around a lot lately. Yeah, I, they're really big on squalene, which okay. is like a hot product or like ingredient right now. I will say big squalene, right? Because it's like an alternative to to retinol. It's like a or not alternative. It's, it's just a, like a lighter acting. Well, I think, Anna, you were telling me earlier that it's uh, so there's, derivative of sharks. So there's squalene and then there's squalane. 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 Yeah, squalane. Yeah. Something like that. The the one with the E, squalene, I think comes from sharks and it tends to clog your pores. Hmm. And then the other one comes from sugarcane. And it doesn't clog your pores as much, but they essentially have like the same sort of plumping effect. Okay. Plumping and hydrating. Um, and then I just kind of finish it off with the Super Goop Unseen Sunscreen. And I love using the Laneige Le- uh, Lip Sleeping Mask. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. So, you, so you, I you, was you the one. Side. You I, the side. <laughs> I was the one who suggested that product for the Williamsburg meme. Which what the the Laneige? The Laneige, Laneige? yeah. yeah. Um, All right, okay. Williamsburg resident. I just doxed myself, but loved it. <laughs> you know, could be could be proper Williamsburg, could be South Williamsburg, so true. Could be East Williamsburg, so true. They'll never know. <laughs> but damn, hell of a routine. Young, yeah, young, hung, and plump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has got a big old dick. Um, <laughs> I'm just okay. kidding. <laughs> edit that out. Edit that out. Yes, um, please. 
All right, I noticed you used some words in your language to describe some products over here, and uh, you've worked on various beauty brands. Yeah, I've worked with a couple as, as a, a copywriter. As a copywriter, mm-hmm. you use the word plump, mm-hmm. and yes. that seems like we, we were talking. Mm-hmm. Plumping is like now the euphemistic like term people use. I talked to about how people are using like beauty brands are using like changing their language all of a sudden. Yeah, so a lot of brands are now considering, uh, a lot of beauty brands are considering the word like anti-aging a little controversial now, which is understood because it's just so tied to wanting to make women look a certain way. And like now brands want to sort of encourage women to feel comfortable in their own skin, but essentially they are still selling the same product that perhaps they were selling like a couple of years ago. So for example, if like Pond's cream was being sold as an anti-aging cream years ago, they might still be selling that exact same uh, formula, but now it's like plumping and uh, refreshing, Mm -hmm. um, which I completely understand. However, outside of that, I will say that I don't really like how brands talk to their customer base. Like they're a little bit dumb. Like they definitely baby them in a way that's like, yeah, no, people can like take some words, but also I don't know. Cause sometimes I, I feel like a little selfish reading an ad being like, oh no, this is definitely very sugar coated, but I'm also working for the man. I'm like the one writing the ad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are some of the, uh, what, do you, what are some like beauty brands right now that you think like, their messaging doesn't baby. Yeah. They don't go baby mode. Ooh. Or like, or, or maybe if you can't answer that one, like what are just some of your favorite like campaigns mm-hmm. out there right now? I recently, I mean, I guess it's like not necessarily cosmetics or skincare, but I really like DS and Durga's creative. Uh, they just came out with like a, a new fragrance. I think it kind of smells like it has notes of leather. I could be completely wrong, but the whole creative is kind of like very hush hush. And then, the guy who's like promoting the perfume has like one of those like coats that has a bunch of little pockets and it's kind of like, like, I don't inspector know, gadget. inspector gadget esque. Uh, mm. Yeah, I, I will say I do like DS and Durga a lot because they, they are very good at being kind of like simplistic, but also very sexy. Um, I love a sexy brand. I do. <laughs> I do miss kind of like the American Apparel days where like. They were hiring porn stars. Those sexy little what they what do they call their employees? Models? Just models. Models? Is that what they the right? Yeah, yeah. Like the 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 store. Oh, the, they actually referred to their like employees yeah. as models. Yeah. There were, they, there are a lot of stores that to sort of sell the position a little bit better mm-hmm. and they do change the name of the actual Yeah. For example, when I worked at Free People, I wasn't a sales associate, I was a stylist. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like I remember yeah. on, on when people were still using Facebook, sort of the girls that worked at American Apparel at my at my college, their like work said like model at American Apparel. Wow. It, or might have it model or something like along those lines. Because I was always like, whoa, damn, model, but they're just slanging slanging the the the, the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that's you know. They're getting their college bag. American but, um, Apparel. You know. All right. Recent porn star that was in a campaign. Um, parade had Chloe Cherry. 
Yeah, but is she still kind of like an adult Euphoria. content Euphoria. creator? Oh, yeah, I'm looking this up. Is she still what? Like, <laughs> has she fully transitioned to like actor? She's Jesse Andrewsing it, um, which is I didn't watch I mean, Euphoria. Oh, why not? It's great. Hit too close to home. My king just had a, <laughs> a wild high school experience. I uh, yeah, I just like I I feel I missed the boat. You know? mm. I feel like I missed. Did you the watch boat. Skins? Yeah, also like I I will take Chris Black's stance on this. I watch Skins and I'm like, all right, you don't need it. I don't need. Yeah, I don't need it. I watched like the first season, like a couple. I also just never really got that into it. I watched like the first couple s- episodes, stopped watching. I watched those two like uh, episodes they did like in between season one and two. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't watch yeah. those. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I liked those, and then I just like it's one of those things where like if everyone's talking about it, yeah, I'm like I'll watch it in a week, and then I never end up watching it. That's kind of how I was with the bear. Um, I just watched the bear. Was it good? I, I, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's. I wouldn't say it was good. Um, all I do is work at a restaurant, so somebody was like, "You should watch oh. this," and uh, that's the reason why I watched this. I wouldn't say it was. If good, someone but, said that to me about, like, I don't know. I mean, I have seen Mad Men, but if someone came up to me, he's like, "Oh, you're a copywriter. You yeah. should see Mad Men." I'd be like, "Shut up." <laughs> yeah, I mean. I was like, I was like, in a weird way, maybe this will motivate me. Yeah, you know, maybe this true. will make me want to go in and, and work for my little tips. Mm. But, uh, and it and it did kind <sighs> oh of. Oh my god! Um, saw triangle of sadness and that that moment where they're doing that below deck kind of like like hype talk with the crew before oh, yeah. where everybody comes on and they're, they're all like, like <laughs> getting themselves work up. Just the language of and maybe and maybe and yeah. maybe you'll, you'll get, get a big, get a tip. big tip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did you see it? Yeah, no, I, I saw it yesterday. I really liked it. And if anything, it just highlighted how much I hate that Evian spray. Oh, my God. Because oh. it just showed how pointless of a product it is. Oh, it's I just know. water. I know. I love it, though. <laughs> you, oh, you use it. But that. I didn't know. Did you go into the movie knowing that Triangle of Sadness was a reference? To no, like, I, I, know that I definitely had um, that kind of like meme moment where it's like, oh, they they say the name of the movie right, within yeah. the movie. But I was like, oh, no, I never tied it to. I didn't. I didn't either. Yeah. Uh, the face, which makes sense why they were giving away a fit like a I, okay, syringe I, of Botox. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was like part of like the shtick of the movie that like this is a joke. Like it's not at. Or were they actually giving away? Yeah, I think. Well, because it's like in the first five minutes, they they say that they make that reference. The yeah. people who are looking, like who are in casting, they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, he could use a little bit of Botox." And oh, I know, but I thought like it. the posting about like the free Botox was like oh. in itself a joke. Like, I they think you could actually. No, I think it. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They partnered up with. Uh, I don't know if it was like an actual salon or like a mm-hmm. an actual like. Okay, filler company, yeah. Because I knew, like, because I know, like, the, I mean, like, the director, like, loves, like, the absurdity of those sorts of things. Mm. I, I wonder how he felt about the free, the free Botox. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. What's funny is, um, the, but the the triangle of sadness, like that mm-hmm. term to describe your 11s. Yeah, I think I'm gonna start <laughs> using that because the one time I did say like my 11s, and I, without giving out the context that that we have this podcast, I said it around this girl, and she was like, you know what. A, your 11s are what and what she she was just oh like, like she said as in like oh wow you know yeah she was are. like yeah. she was like he's ran through i mean i didn't even know yeah right now i'm flabbergasted your 11s your 11s yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah triangle of sadness is good that makes more sense well yeah you'll like you'll it. find out what those are as uh as i get older as you age yeah. as, you, yeah. as, you, age, yeah. as yeah. you uh um moving on i got some 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 questions for you all right let's 
Well, we asked Anna prior to come on coming on to to use her her following mm-hmm. to ask all the from the down bad to the down on their luck <laughs> love sick people out there yes just to give her give her all of their their dating woes questions they want answered and let's just kick off dewey dates let's do that right now so in those answers mm-hmm. or i guess those pro- you had the prompt and then yeah people, are people just kind of started dming me a bunch of things yeah. i don't know if it's just my following or if something's in the air but everyone is kind of going through it i feel like everyone is a little miserable a lot of people don't really know a lot of people are like having sex with their exes right now but there was like this consensus of like i don't know if i'm bored and lonely or if i actually have feelings for them yeah um so there was that and they were asking you to like to tell kinda, them yeah with no context you, yeah. like, <laughs> like yo is it love or is it is it just i mean lo- it, it honestly depends on the case but historically i am someone who number one i'm very grateful that no relationship of mine has ended like tragically like mm. Knock on wood, I've never ended like a, a relationship. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely been in toxic relationships, but like it, they usually end fairly friendly. Mm, okay. Um, there's like I've never really encountered like infidelity or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but because of that, I feel like usually when I break up with someone or someone breaks up with me, there's this sort of like open thing where it's like well yeah we are broken up but we should keep hanging out aka we should keep hooking up mm-hmm. and i i wouldn't necessarily recommend it okay. but it's just like i i mean i don't know maybe i i do have to be i either have to be like a little bit more firm but i feel like I, i've just learned every single time i've learned I've, I've never gone back together with anyone okay after going through that period yeah. So, so maybe then, they are a little lonely and bored, but also all my relationships have just been like they they definitely needed to end. So if you like, but if you like end a relationship and then you keep hanging out with the person, you keep hooking up. Yeah. Then you are able to still get to a point where you are both amicably like, all right, maybe we should stop. And then no, and then it, it usually ends. Okay, so for some reason, I just keep following this pattern of like. I or I break up with someone someone breaks up with me and then we're both broken up about it but I'm usually the sadder one mm-hmm. and I kind of like sit with my feelings and reminisce and cry a lot whereas I think like boys that I've dated have been a little more like this is for the best we shouldn't get back together blah 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 you should maybe try and see other people mm. Um, so after a while, even though it's hard to hear, I'm like, I'll, I'll open my mind to that a little bit more. And then while I keep hooking up with this person or hanging out with this person, I'm like, well, like my foot's kind of on the way out. Mm -hmm. And then once I'm fully out, they're like, oh no, now it's my turn to process the relationship, which I feel like talking about it is really unfair. (laughs) But yeah. well, I feel like most men follow that pattern, like or the what you're describing. Here. It is very comfortable to yeah. just go back to someone who you spent a lot of time with. Yeah, definitely. Intimately. Um, also, dating is just really annoying. 
Right. Like going on first dates, like sure. It's like I the hate whole it. entire act of having to get to know someone. Yeah. And then you know, a lot of people idealize people too when yeah, they're, for they're sure. hitting it off. And then later down the road they find out that maybe there's something not quite like clicking, but then they like continue it and then people get hurt through it. Mm-hmm. Um so first dating sucks. Yes. And then I think also like um Sorry, someone texted me. <laughs> um, well, I think all right. So, like, when you when you're describing that kind of that dance you do post breakup, mm-hmm. and how people are kind of like processing, their grieving the relationship, and uh, it is funny how like men will be like, "Yeah, this is good. This is a good thing." Yeah, and then like women well, well, just I, are so broken at the at the yeah, start of it. I feel like right? men, and then men get. <laughs> even more broken after they get even sadder yeah well i feel like the way men uh, the way i see it personally when i like go back to them as someone who is single i'm like okay like i i'm just here because i am feeling really heartbroken and lonely and like anytime i can get with you is great whereas like maybe in their head they're like oh this is my way of getting closure but they're not closure in like having the the post breakup relationship. With yeah, you. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But then ultimately, no. I'm like, oh no, like okay, like I realize that this relationship isn't good, and then they're like, oh, now it's my time to grieve. I feel like men, it takes them longer to yeah. grieve. But yeah, I get why people are just constantly um, going in and out of their their re- relationship i do have like a lot of people in my perimeter who are getting back together though they are they are they're like all right we are we are facebook official again yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) but i i I will say it's like they were broken up for a good three four months yeah it's not like oh it's been two weeks let's get back together yeah do you think if if there is like a required amount of time like what's a healthy amount of time to like get back together yeah like actually like have enough space from someone to then like i would say like six months six months yeah yeah i wouldn't exactly recommend like oh yeah be like a hoe for a bit (laughs) unless you want to um but yeah i don't know i feel like that gives you enough time to sort of analyze the relationship and the things that you liked and you didn't like and whether or not you're willing to explore that again right but also just like change things about yourself if needed right well going off of being a hoe uh-huh. Yeah. Segue. <laughs> um, well, like, all right. So for like those six months, well, I agree with you. So it's like if you were to just get back together after two to three months. Yes. To, there, that's like enough time for you to maybe like get your feet wet and maybe you hook up with someone. Mm-hmm. And so when you get back together, it makes that conversation a lot more difficult because it's so recent. You're like, wait, you already hooked up with like. But I think six months, it's like, oh, you were single. So you, you're you like allowed to be out there. Like well, it also my feelings depends. won't be hurt yeah. because we were mm-hmm. very, very, very broken up. Where it's yeah. like yeah. two months doesn't feel that much. That's a good. That doesn't yeah. feel like a big breakup. So it's yeah. like those conversations are a lot harder. Like if you choose to have them. I have had, I I have gone back together with one ex. And I think I, I did hook up with like one person And I don't know if they hooked up with anyone else, but I remember kind of approaching that sort of like, should we get back together situation by being like, I don't want to know if you hooked up with anyone. And I'm sure you Mm -hmm. don't want to know if I hooked up with anyone. So let's just not talk about it, which I actually think is kind of healthy. Right. I feel like that's that's sort of um, 
like discreet agreement. What happens about so, it? Then, then like, what, what's what's there to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wait, <laughs> dope. The worst, the worst. Well, the worst position to be in is if like you say that to someone, like say, you say that to like your 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 like, partner or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, person you're like, dating partner. next partner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you're like, yeah, let's just like not talk about it. And they say they look at you like, and they say, I don't hook up with anyone. <laughs> they force your hand they force your hand i so have, you have done say, that i have, have say, done oh, that i did it either yeah, yeah. but maybe at that point liar. it is better to be like to give a little white lie yeah oh yeah lying no in relationships really wants, i mean i don't know well i just don't know what i just i really don't know what that conversation looks like if you do talk about it or, or like what's what's like the thought process with someone that like wants to know like then they're like okay. how was he i guess personally <laughs> <laughs> personally like i as someone who has heard like oh like i've been dating here and there and every time i do it like dating here and there like insinuating that they've He's been hooking up with other sucking. people and it's like and i just keep thinking of you and i'm like stop like did yeah. you really have oh, to have sex yeah to realize <laughs> that you wanted me back wait it's like what you said was, the other day where that that that, <laughs> that that like <laughs> what'd you say the other day about um when someone like when a guy cheats and he's caught and he like runs back to his girlfriend and he's all like he's like yo dude it had to happen because it made me realize that yeah. I wanted to be with you. Yeah. yeah. No, it's horrible. I feel like, yeah, I don't, I, I, as someone who has heard that like one or two times, Jesus. like I would Seven just rather times. not know. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like, or maybe I like, if I really do want to know like, Oh, how many people have you hooked up with? Like, don't defend your case or make me feel better by being like, Oh yeah, but you're better. Or like, Oh yeah. But like, I kept thinking of you the whole time. I'm like, no, you're being gross now. Yeah. I don't You're know. Like, that's disrespectful to her. It, uh, yeah. Like, why aren't you thinking <laughs> about everyone her? involved? Yeah. It sucks. I'm also yeah. like, why are you having sex when you're not enjoying it? Or it's yeah. like, are you lying there? I don't know. Are you what there? Like, are there. you lying about like oh, not enjoying the sex? Yeah. Like just don't talk about it. Yeah. Or just like, <laughs> like it was fucking great, dude. I'm glad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. Honestly, there's a few things I could show you i guess so I <laughs> wait there were, there was also like a lot of talk on like ghosting etiquette which okay, i yeah. thought because i not that my i feel in your like instagram DMs. <laughs> ghosting is fine ghosting in my opinion if you haven't met the person yeah, when like, talking about like online dating um you've been working up to like meet someone and then you never like some you just like never obviously never stand anyone up that is mm-hmm. absolutely fucked up but like if you're like hey hey how are you oh, what are you doing today oh blah blah blah, blah. Um, tell me what you do and then if you like don't get a reply i think it's fine mm. um or like i don't know and, and yeah i feel like if you haven't met the person in person it's truly fine you don't really owe them anything however like ghosting after a first date with no contact, like sexual contact, I feel like you still owe them a text. Mm-hmm. Don't necessarily be like, oh, I didn't feel a connection, but just like, hey, like, mm. you can lie there. You can be like, oh, I'm I'm not over my ex yet. Or Right. I- yeah. <laughs> Are you all for like telling someone like, oh, like if there wasn't like a connection, if you really were into them, like telling them straight up like, yeah, just like I I'm not interested not over text. I feel like I would do that in person. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to see them again. Right. Uh, but no, when I'm like texting someone, I feel like, 
because that that's also like a the reason why I said that I would rather say it in person is because in person you can kind of like you have the help of your body language and your face expressions and I feel like if I just were to text someone like oh I didn't really feel a connection there are several ways where the other person can like interpret it in a rude way you just gotta mm. use some emojis I guess <laughs> Guys, send, a, send, a, send a voice note like like explanation yeah voice what notes is, what yeah. is that like thing where you can like talk and it's like the animal emojis oh yeah kind of like it, it's kind of like one of those uh you can send like a message where you kind of like talk like an emoji oh huh i do I that, seen that with like a yeah. bunny <laughs> what's what's um what's your preferred you know and you're thinking about your your daydreaming about your ideal meet cute uh-huh. is it in real life is it on instagram is it on raya on a dating app, on a dating uh-huh. app in no general? i hate raya What's, um yeah they take ten dollars away from me every month and i don't know why i keep letting them do it um ten? But, i thought it was more than that no it's uh i think around the time i've i've had it for a while now but i think like it just depends mm-hmm. on the when, time when that you, you get I, I feel like it's more expensive now mm-hmm. um a friend gave it to a friend with the pass and she was complaining the other day and she said something like, oh, I don't know if I can afford it anymore. It's like $30 a month. And I was Holy like, what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but no, it would be in person. I feel like I feel really comfortable. I mean, I would love to meet someone kind of like at a bar. Historically, I do feel like I have sort of developed some fun kind of like relationships via Instagram. Mm hmm. Uh, but it's usually me making the first move. Yeah. I don't like it when people slide into my DMs. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what are some of the common are, DMs you get from yeah, the fellas? What are guys saying? Yeah, what the are DMs? they saying? Are they, um, being, are they being gross with it? Are they they being are sweet? being really gross. Okay. Um, sometimes they're really nice, but in a way where I'm just like, I don't know. It, it's It's always like a little corny, but it's also, I feel like, if I get a DM from someone who I have mutual friends with, I'm like, okay, I'll consider it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll just get DMs from like someone from Nebraska and I'm like, I don't know why, <laughs> why you would do this. Go Cornhusk. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. um, but I don't know. Maybe like my husband lives in Nebraska and I'm just letting them down. The Midwest makes some, uh, produces some very fine some gentlemen. Some nice boys. Yeah, yeah. It, it does. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Something like that. I I don't know. I, I usually like being the one DMing the other person because I, I think I like being in control when I flirt. I feel mm-hmm. more comfortable yeah. kind of being like... I used to send out this very... Uh, this very nice and forward message where I feel like if a man sent it to me, I'd be like, oh, no. What's the message? I used to be like, I feel like you and I would have a lot of fun on a date. Hmm. And yeah, it was always it was yeah, it was always very like successful on my end. But if someone said it to me, I'd be like, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That sounds that's girl privilege. Um, you mentioned something uh, that I find a lot of more people are using as like to to assess a dating prospect, and that is to seeing mutuals. Mm-hmm. And I yes. understand like on Raya that is that has like a huge effect on whether or not you actually would like go on a date through Raya. But just in general, um, I think within within modern society, like everyone's always writing these think pieces about like, oh, no one's dating anymore. Like 
the fellas the fellas out in middle america can't find anyone new they're gonna be lonely forever like little jordan peterson types right (laughs) and uh well I, i wonder like how much of it now in dating has kind of gone back to like what how you would originally kind of find like a partner which is through social circles you know, I feel like for a long time, people were really interested in like dating outside groups or dating outside scenes. But okay. now I think everyone's going more inward again. Funny, funny you say that. One of the biggest culture shocks from uh, when I moved to the States and when I started dating like around 15, 16, um, everyone in the U.S. loves to fuck within their friend group. And I hate that so much. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like I've slept like two people come to mind right now, but like I've slept with two people within the same friend group, but I'm not in the same friend group. Mm-hmm. But I historically I have just met a lot of guys who are like, oh, yeah, me and my best friend, like we've slept with a lot of the same girls. Oh, and like it, homie hopping, homie oh. hopping. Um, But even like within girls, it's like, oh, yeah, like I'm dating Mike right now, but a year ago, I was dating Rob, and Rob and Mike are really good friends, but then Rob was dating, I don't know, Marie, and Marie is, like, my best friend, and I'm like, what? I feel like I run into that a lot in the States, whereas, like, in Mexico, it's not really a thing. Well, yeah, Mormonism was a huge thing. Um, <laughs> it's an American religion. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I, as the, the, I get the polygamy comfort. and polyamory thing kind of fizzled out, yeah. Some, some there's some kind of some. Do you believe in polyamory? Do I believe in polyamory? Yeah. Uh, do I like that it exists? Like, do I no, believe polyamorous like, people do you think are real? You could ever, like, do you guys think you could ever be in a polyamorous relationship? Um, no, I would probably just call it like an open relationship. I mean, I don't know what even a polyamorous relationship would be like what, like we're a throuple. I don't have the capacity for that. No, I no, can't, I can't do that. just like I don't know. Like you have your like home base partner number one slam piece yeah 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 yeah. uh but then like you two are allowed to go on dates go on dates oh yeah no i don't think i could do that i mean Uh, i don't know i think maybe i feel like personally like i agree with you emilio because i i just kind of know who i am Mm -hmm. but then i take like a lot of steps back and I'm like, that is kind of the ideal situation. Yeah. But I just don't think, I mean, maybe I could get there. I have met a lot of people who are in open relationships and they do seem really happy. Are but these the, like the field types though? No. Yeah. These well, like the like, <laughs> I need one who's, who's their, their marriage is coming to a crashing end. Because I will, well, <laughs> you know someone? Yeah. <laughs> can you, can you do, no, I can't say can't they, Do I know them? Yeah, you know them. Can you be ma- the Oh, oh, wait, no. yes. Wait. I know this person. No, we can't. We, we can't, can't. Oh, okay. out them on here. I, I dated a, a married guy for a bit. Um, Did, uh, oh, and his wife knew. No, well, his wife knew. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't, I never really knew because he he did he would tell me like, oh, like I'm in an open marriage. Mm-hmm. It, the way he described it, I'm like, oh, this definitely makes sense for you too because he worked in the states for half the year and she lived in a different country. Okay, um, okay. 
So I'm like, oh, yeah, this totally makes sense. But apparently he had this rule with her where if they're going to hook up with someone else, they can only hook up with that person three times. Mm. <laughs> I don't know Triple if that's like a system that actually works. But um, three. I mean, we three. got to the third time and I was like, oh, OK, like we're done. It, it ended up yeah. being like 15. Okay. Wow. Yeah. My man has no boundaries. He's <laughs> so lying it was just like, I, I mean, I don't I wonder if his wife was doing it as well. But. Maybe. But I, I did. I, we don't really talk anymore. I don't follow him on Instagram anymore. But not too long ago, I like I kind of ran into him because we have some mutual friends here and there. And I saw that she ended up moving to the States. So now they're like fully living together in the States. And I do wonder if their relationship is still open. And are they happy? And are they happy? Yeah. They I, did get a dog. Oh, so you all right? So you you checked. I up on I did him. I did some snooping. <laughs> oh. I'm, a, I'm a really good snooper. Yeah, I I'm good at hurting my feelings. <laughs> Are you hurt that he's? No, no. If anything, I'm happy. If anything, I'm happy. But I'm just like, it? no, 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 no. What are your thoughts about home wrecking? Horrible. Being the home wrecker. A horrible. I did see a tweet not that long ago and it was like around the time that the Adam Levine stuff was happening and it was some person being like, I respect cheating when it's like in a I can't stop thinking about you way where it's like where there's like if it's if there's romance there. Yeah. So what, I feel what, like it's kind of cute. OK. So but all right. So wait, why is everyone? <laughs> I don't up- know. I feel like Taylor Swift comes to mind with it. She she, she oh where she wrote a little cute song about her wrote, being unfaithful she, yeah because she was cheating on Tom Hiddleston with her now boyfriend right mm. yeah I don't know I feel like there's kind of like a romantic aspect to that but maybe I'm just a Taylor Swift fan yeah maybe I don't know but so wait why were everyone everyone was upset about the whole entire Try Guy situation because that was romance involved but it was because she was his subordinate in the workplace yes yes and that's like that's the no-no there right i mean yeah. obviously like i well, know i also, agree with that but uh, like, i feel like a lot of their fans are babies like yeah. they 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 truly felt like they were lied to and like i get it but not really i don't know i feel like it is honestly very different when you market yourself as like a good guy. TM. A good guy. Mm-hmm. I love my wife. Like they came the out with guys. a yeah, they wife came, guys. Yeah, they came out with a cookbook together called like the marriage cookbook. Yeah, those are the ones you really have to be uh, like worried about. I think suspicious of. Well, wife guys of, are the yeah. ones who are like, I'm going to show you how much I love my wife. Yeah, because okay. I want you to know that I'm not out here the doing the <laughs> shit that I'm doing. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know what the try guys look like. I just looked. Them oh, up. they're all those three guys. Interesting looking. Yeah, so those guys are straight. Uh, one of them isn't. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> the, they live in New York. We can't tell. They live in LA. Tell, yeah. Okay. Oh, LA, they live in LA. Either. What was um, that tweet that you saw? Yeah, there? I was about to bring it up. Um, <laughs> I can't say the full tweet. <laughs> you can't say the F word. It was just someone. Oh. Um, wait, you know them? Apparently, he was a. Oh, shout out to Steven. A friend of the pod. Former guest of the pod. Uh, okay, oh, yeah. I love how straight guys in Chicago are just normal indie men, banty, beard, etc. Not like. NYC, where every straight guy is a massive F slur. Oh my god! Which I kind of agree. You with. agree with? Yeah. Yes. Well, what do you think? What What do you think's going on there? Is it just because all the straight men out here have similar interests and share the same cultural affinities as the the two to one women out here? Two to one, meaning that's the ratio. Maybe. So I I had a conversation with my roommate about this because I. Are you guys familiar with like Summer House and Southern Charm? 
Uh, why does that sound familiar? It, they're just like Bravo shows, but oh, Summer yeah. House, it, it, it's pretty much like the same premise. It follows like a group of friends in like their mid to late 30s or like just in their 30s in general. And they all like have money and they party and it's just like a lot of them don't really have jobs. So they just naturally have a lot of drama <laughs> going mm-hmm. on. Um, but Summer House happens in the Hamptons, whereas Southern Charm happens in South Carolina. And I was telling uh, Victoria, my roommate, that I enjoy watching uh, Southern Charm a little bit more because the men there are more masculine. Mm. Whereas like the men on uh, Summer House are just like way too bitchy. Both of them are bitchy, but like, I don't know. Maybe this is me outing myself like as Sopran- someone who's like very traditional. Yeah, but, but it's um, like the Sopranos. All those guys were bitchy on there too. They're a little gossipy. Yeah, you but know? they were. They were. Well, the, it kind of ties ties into like their don't Italian heritage. <laughs> sure. But like, I don't know. The guys on Summer House, for example, they're like, "Oh, let's drink rosé." Whereas, <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, well, whereas, it is like in Southern Charm, they're like, sure, they're bitching about a girl or something, but they're like, oh yeah, let's go get some moonshine and go. Kill camping right. let's go shotgun a couple beers <laughs> yeah um, um so i don't know there there is some sort of maybe it's like the fact that new york in the city like it's a little bit like i guess like you can be uh, the city's a little more progressive mm-hmm. yeah definitely than, yeah uh just like other places in the united states so maybe just men naturally feel a little bit more comfortable like yeah like ordering rose or like <laughs> Sure. With it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you guys posted that meme today about like the oh, guy yeah. being like, "Oh yeah, these are all the brands that I use," <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like, "Oh, the girl is just like thinking, oh, this guy is gay." Yeah. But yeah, like I feel like a lot of men that I've met here are just like more familiar with different brands or like they know furniture designers. Yeah. <laughs> like, they had to come up with a language to talk to like to, in order to talk to women, I think is really what it comes down to. Oh, I mean, not sure. to say their interests aren't genuine, but I think just naturally because of like the number, the sheer number of women here, like that's true. If and you're I mean, going to have any kind of, any kind of, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll think about it in like very, very big bro cities. You know what I mean? Think yeah. about all the women out there watching sports. So true. Mm-hmm. right yeah yeah it's gonna just in order to, and it's just you want to connect well okay okay actually funny thing that you say that about like the men being like a little girlier here i do think that a lot of the men that i have met here actually like the straight men actually tend to prefer girls who dress like a little more masculine Hmm. Yeah, a little. Uh, yeah, I think I have. Yeah, I have yeah. That. It's like, oh, I like it when like a girl wears like kind of like slouchy pants and a t-shirt. They want them to look like them. Yeah, yeah they, maybe. Want, like, they just want to mirror. in a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. In a way, I feel like I I agree with that. Whereas, like, I don't know. I've been. I feel like I dress pretty girly sometimes, and like, I remember two instances where like two different guys were like, "Oh, like I like how you dress," but like, I don't know. Usually, I'm really attracted to girls who dress like. And like baggy clothes. Some dickies, babe. Yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me that Billie Eilish fit, Yeah, babe. yeah. So I like, I, I do, I don't know, maybe there is a connection there. Maybe. Well, this goes, uh, this um, is a good segue into our favorite question to ask our guests. Yes. How should the fellows be online? Mm-hmm. How, Ooh. what, like, what should men be doing out here? And I think a little case study that came up today, I noticed um, Matt Healy's burner account on Twitter and... <laughs> 
look, I'm a big 1975 fan. I think I like the music. He posted know. my tweet. He reposted your tweet. Um, I like I like the 1975 music. I don't totally understand the bit he's doing on Twitter, but uh, something about it. And I don't want to. I don't know if he'll ever be on this podcast one day. Maybe he might. I don't know if he would ever come on. But I was very intrigued by his tweeting style. Well, I I replied to one of his tweets because I was just fed up with it, and I said, <laughs> I, I said, I, I wish you were a, f- a flip phone kind of guy. What's a flip phone kind of guy? Yeah. I don't know. Like Daniel Day Lewis just walks around with a flip phone, and like no one really knows who he is. And like I I do respect a celebrity who has like no social media presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say I don't what know. What about men in general? Would you prefer all men to be flip phone men? No, <laughs> I don't know. It, it like definitely depends. Like I, I definitely feel a little weird when like men post selfies that aren't necessarily funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like that's kind of like a common opinion. Yeah. Um, what is it about it? Like I'm, we're just always trying to get down to it. Is it I, just, I guess like the way the guys I think about are growing it, too much. As someone who takes a lot of selfies, um, I feel like I just know my thought, like the thoughts that go into taking a selfie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if a straight man is experiencing those same thoughts, I'm like a little turned off by it. Okay. What are some of your yeah, other turnoffs? Um, my other turnoffs. I don't know. I, I do. I do like when a man kind of like, I, this is maybe like a little controversial because I know that like if it was the other way around, it would be a big no, no. I don't like it with men wax anything. <laughs> anything. Uh, I don't know. What, what I, men are waxing like bodybuilders or like are like. No. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, if I if I guys. met a bodybuilder, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this makes sense. But I I have been with men before where I'm like. Why do your eyebrows look more manicured than mm-hmm. mine? Mm-hmm. Um also have been in other situations where I'm like just in general like why am I hairier than you Mm. um so it's like I don't know it's it's definitely men who get like Brazilians yeah 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 yeah. you get like to put it that way Uh landing strips uh (laughs) oh that'd be crazy no yeah I yeah not too long ago I was with someone who I was just like oh this is like a Ken doll like no hair Mm -hmm. at all and I was it Ryan Gosling well, it just, it put, it, it made me insecure. <laughs> it made me insecure because I'm like, oh, I, I got to a point where like, going back to advertising, I feel like brands now are like, accept yourself as a woman and like, hair is natural and like, wrinkles are natural and like, all this stuff. Um, I feel like male brands are maybe being like, it's okay to take care of yourself. But now I'm just like, oh, okay, well, if I leave some hair, like, quote unquote like unattended like why do you feel the need to kind of like take it off but if you're also taking like hair off it's like what's your perception of hair in general like Mm -hmm. do you like me I don't know like I I wish I could have crawled into that guy's brain and uh like figure out whether or not he like wanted me to be just like bare Oh, like, mm-hmm. oh, like he's he's sending it's you like a it, message. It's a code. It's like, it's, it's like, I'm of, waxed, yeah, baby. You like, should be waxed, too. Kind of like, oh, if you have these like expectations for yourself, I wonder what your expectations for women are. Got it. Mm-hmm. Mm. But maybe it's just a personal thing. I don't maybe, know. Yeah. Maybe it is. I, I don't I mean, know. He got made fun of. I mean, I remember I did something really awful when I was a child. 
<laughs> what did you do? And uh, I'm gonna take accountability here. I remember I I bullied I bullied a girl for having hairy arms when I was mm. in like grade Wait, school. you're horrible. I'm a changed fucking man. Yeah, my sister got laser. Yeah, yeah, I I that. too went through that. Yeah, I know. I understand. I see. I no, I not you, but I see. Like I see. <laughs> the the trauma that was unf- like yeah. I, I inflicted and I feel horrible mm. about it and so what I guess I'm saying I won't go into my story because I don't find any joy in it um, <laughs> yeah I really regret that shout out to <laughs> maybe don't no I'm not gonna shout her out but I felt really bad like <sighs> how old were you I was like nine oh yeah that changed her the course of her yeah life. yeah no I know horrible. I know I'm gonna have to <laughs> you know they're gonna cancel us over this but, um no I really fucked up there but I'm just saying maybe maybe this guy that you were with who was waxed head to toe had a similar bully maybe maybe he did maybe yeah I mean I understand waxing honestly I wish if I were to make a brand right now mm-hmm. about waxing beauty for men just just a place where dudes could just get their their ass cracks just like Wax, you know, one like yeah. just just in and out. One yeah. time, yeah, like one time, my dad asked me what I do with my ass crack, and I didn't. I was like, I, "How does he bring that up?" Um, he just brought, he just brought it up. He's like, "Yo, I've been having these was, dingleberry problems." My sister was there. My sister was there too. I don't even know what the context was, but it just like he was I, like, "Faye, I want you to hear this." I don't think we were talking about anything specific, and then he just like randomly asked about it. Yeah, and I was like, I, I don't know. I actually had never really thought about that. I'm just always amazed at how quickly it grows back. <laughs> yeah. It's like fuck. It's the, it's I will say maybe maybe on. this is what he was doing. It when you wax, your hair grows back like finer, and uh, the growth is like diminished. That's cool. Is that re- is that true though? Do we? Know, I don't do know. know that? I, I don't mean, know. I've been hearing that since I was like young too. Do you wax? No, I've never waxed. <laughs> but like, I think I I think at one time one time I contemplated it when I was like younger because I got bullied for having hairy legs too. Yeah, and then. The only thing I ever, maybe that, maybe this woman Evan was talking about actually just never did anything drastic. And yeah. And then it got to the point where she was like, all right, I actually don't care anymore. Yeah. Because that's sure. what happened with me. But like at one, at one point I did, the most drastic thing I ever did was I tried, I dyed it. I dyed it because I would notice. Oh, did you bleach it? Yeah, I bleached it. Yeah. Know, and my sister would do that too. Because like we would notice that like these like kids had, were really hairy, but they had blonde hair. So I'd be like, okay, well, if it's just blonde, then... Well, it's always funny. I remember, remember, like, (laughs) having competitions with, like, guys, like, being like, oh, yeah, I have the hairiest fucking legs. Like, I I found it as, like, a thing of pride. I was like, that means I have mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more of a man than you right and then even did you ever have this phase in your life where you guys would like show each other your pubes like, no no, no? <laughs> i never no. where it's like yeah it's like everyone whoever like got pubes first was like the proudest to show it off really yeah i feel like in the girl world everyone was like so quick to shave them off because we had like boy brain of like the boys are not gonna like this yeah uh but also funny that you say like oh like i once told this girl and like I kind of bullied her or whatever. But it was like, one day. It wasn't well, like a continuous <laughs> thing. It was like it was like one. I, I I dated this guy once, and I remember I was like getting out of the shower, and I put my hair up. I like dried it with a towel, and I know that he was just being playful, but because he was like, I think uh, he was from Missouri, <laughs> uh, so it was like, <laughs> it, like there was like a difference in. Uh, ethnic background mm-hmm. but he just goes oh i love your latina sideburns and it really oh <laughs> it really impacted me and i remember laughing nervously yeah. and i was like don't say that and he's like no i'm like being serious yeah. um but now i kind of like 
wax them too. Uh, well, I feel like just in general, people with dark hair have it. Like that's the thing. It's just like yeah, they're not, they're called, not called Latina hairs. They're called they're just called baby hairs. I guess so. And that's I think that's cute. I think baby hairs are cute. I think baby hairs grow around your forehead. Okay. Yeah. And what, those sideburns are just sideburns. Yeah, sideburns yeah, are sideburns. Right. Yeah. Um, um, maybe I just maybe might be envious of that because I can't grow sideburns. Really? You have them. Yeah. Maybe they're just like blonde. Yeah. I'm looking I'm at such, them I'm right such a now. patchy beard. I need to, I need to laser off my whole face. Oh, but oh, turn on. Love, love facial hair. Love facial hair. Love facial hair. Okay. All right. Another turn on. Um. I don't know. Oh, a, a really nice voice. A really I nice love a voice. voice. I love a voice. Um, love Adam Scott's voice. I That's love... a nice voice. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Will Arnett. He does the Reese's commercials. You Wait, know Will Arnett. Arnett the guy Will Arnett, the Bojack Horseman. Played, played the ho- yeah. Played yeah. the horse. <laughs> yeah, the guy okay. who played the horse. Um, it was like Jeremy Irons. Who the fuck's that? Scar from Lion King. Okay. I don't know. I don't. You were hot for Scar as a child watching Scar. Well, Scar, no, actually, uh, this King. is gonna this is this is just gonna reflect how online I was as a teenager. Um, I thought he was hot when he did uh, the 1997 version of Lolita. Oh. <laughs> oh, Lolita. Huh? Yeah, this was like my Lana Del Rey era. Like, really into Lolita. Yeah. The like stills from the movie were all over Tumblr, and I'm like, who is this guy? And then yeah. I watched the movie. And he had a very beautiful voice. And I was like, oh, he was Scar from Lion King. Got I it. didn't really have the hots for Scar because I was watching it in Spanish because I was in Mexico. Right. <laughs> well, speaking of Lolita and speaking of uh, oh body hair, Emilio, somebody asked me the other day. And <laughs> honestly, it's an answer we probably shouldn't even like contemplate whatsoever. Immediating. As as men, you should not really actually have an opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and this person used the term... Uh, what did she say? She said like the the Lolita look. The Lolita as look. As it relates to to waxing. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, t- full wax. All right, would you what maybe we should even answer if you prefer, but like what are your what are your what are your thoughts? You're you're hooking up with someone on Do you have it, a preferred like maybe even grooming prefer, like, style? Like say you came across some somebody who had was totally waxed. Like, yeah, I think it's always kind of, I I uh it's like, oh whoa, this is kind of weird. Um, that's yeah. like my, my thoughts, just like a nat, nat like a natural. Yeah. Like or it's like a, yeah, it just, I'm always like, oh, yeah, it hasn't like, it like hasn't I don't happened. care. Right. Yeah. I'm not like, whoa, <laughs> like I'm not fucking like, well, whoa, technically, back. yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's, yeah, it, it's always a little like it catches me off guard. Cause it's one of those things. Cause it's where it's like, I feel like most like, I mean, I imagine most women are like, oh, like, like men prefer it fully bared. It's like, it just seems not, like, te- that's not like true. it's tedious and then like the burn and then like, uh, so it's like more so I'm thinking like, wow, you're really, you're really like, doing, why are you doing this yeah. for me? Yeah. <laughs> not, not for, me, not for like, me. You know, I got it. Well, yeah. I, I will say, and maybe it's because I, I grew up with this mindset, but I remember being like a teenager and like kind of being pro, like being bare. And my mom said something along the lines of like, oh no like that's weird like why do you want to present yourself as like someone who's like very very young mm. and i'm like ooh. Yeah. so i just after that i kind of grew up with like oh yeah the, the yeah. lolita look like no that's that is weird like why do i want to not have body mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but ultimately i guess it's like a personal choice it is a personal choice and i think 
any modifications women do to their body, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pro women. Pro women. I'm a, I'm <laughs> where, body, I'm body, where wife respecters around yeah. the house. Uh, well, let's um, let's get into some segments. Yeah, before. I have to go in five minutes, so you guys can oh. keep recording if you want. Wow, the Evan and Anna show. Hello. Hello. Okay. Here we are. We are back. Unfortunately, Emilio had to leave. He had to make his way to work his shift. But uh, Anna and I are going to close off the show. Not quite yet. We got a few segments we got to get to mm-hmm. before calling it a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's let's start with Dewey Rude, a segment in which you can address your haters <laughs> or... Something in the culture, uh-huh. something within skincare, beauty that makes you mad. Just it, it, or you can be the hater. You can address your haters or you can be the hater. Mm. Uh, so how would you want to interpret this? I think I'm going to go for the culture, cultural phenomenon that I don't like option. OK, um, I've been noticing this recent um a behavior on social media specifically on instagram that i really don't like um a lot of women are doing it i I, i've been noticing uh where they only hide their likes when they post things that don't have anything to do with their face Mm -hmm. so like if they post a selfie they will make the likes visible so like, oh, yeah, I don't know. This girl got like a thousand likes on her face. But if she's posting a photo of her coffee or like an art piece that she really liked, she will hide them because she knows that she won't get as much engagement. And I just I feel like either. Number one, I don't think I feel like no one should be hiding their likes. But if you're going to, I feel like you should hide them all together. Because yeah. it's like, oh, you want people to know that you are like being praised openly when it's your face. But when you're just posting things you like, it's like, why? Right. Like, why are you? I think I think it's just people kind of like putting so much importance into it. Yeah, I always thought I thought when the Instagram released that feature where you can hide likes. Yeah. That people were controlling that. And then one time I saw through someone else's phone the Dewey dudes account. Mm-hmm. And then it said someone like this and others. And I, and I thought that we always showed our likes. Mm-hmm. And so then I thought, wait, does Instagram like just do that for you? It does the algorithm do that for you. Like, or I, still I remember, know the mechanics of it because sometimes it's like, you don't even set that feature and it hides your likes. I remember there was definitely like uh they were probably doing some AB testing. Cause I, I do remember a couple of years ago there wasn't like you didn't have the option to turn them on or off, but some people just like woke up one day and went on Instagram and like everyone's likes were hidden. But like for me, for example, like that never went away. I still see likes like I've always seen likes. Now I do have that thing where like with some people, I just can't see them, but it's because they manually went in and turned them off. Mm. Um so you think people should... I think everyone should just turn them on. I, I do. Yeah. For for example, like, there are some people that I'm like, oh, you have like 150,000 followers. Why are you getting like the same amount of likes as me when I don't have that amount of followers? So it's like, oh, okay, like you're hiding it because maybe you don't want people to know that you at one point like 
but followers off (laughs) (laughs) but like there are other people where i'm like oh everyone can see the amount of followers that you have whether that's like a thousand or like 800 or three thousand like it makes sense for you to get this amount of engagement i don't know why you should be like your ratio like following to like ratio is fine maybe this is like a very mathematical point of view but i'm like oh this checks out like don't be embarrassed by it right but I also, I don't know, I feel like I used to have a really bad relationship with social media as someone who is so online. Uh, but now- you're also at a point, too, with an Instagram following where you're able to get triple digits. Not everyone has that no, I- effect, not just on people, but I think in general, I think there are people who used to have, like, who were people, but like, like yeah. they, followers used to pay much closer attention to someone they've been following for a long time and then naturally just because it's like someone is no longer the flavor of the week they're not gonna (laughs) like they're not gonna double tap as much right yeah but like if it's about like getting i don't know let's say you want to get a thousand likes on your selfie (laughs) and you get a thousand likes on your selfie sure of course you're not gonna get you know, a thousand likes on a photo of your coffee. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're not gonna get you're not gonna get that a thousand likes on your, your exactly. Your, your, your so coffee it's like, posting. yeah, no. It, it it just it makes sense. Like, why are you embarrassed? Like, do you want to get a thousand likes on your coffee? I don't know. Maybe okay. I'm like taking it too far, but it, it's just like, don't well, be embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Show be yeah, be open. It. I think people are just more like I think. They go into it thinking like, fuck yeah, so many people are going to engage with this shit. People like me. I guess. I'm lovable. (laughs) And then they don't get anything. And then they they, they hide the likes. No, they hide the likes, Anna. Uh They hide the likes because (laughs) they are reminded of how much of a failure their post was. And so then uh, whenever they go look at their profile, because people love looking at themselves online. They love pretending they're their own follower going mm-hmm. to their page and be like, ooh, if I came across my little page, what would I, I think? I mean, I've been in that what place grid before. Like? Yeah. But it's also just like, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I do get that whole mindset of like performing for your follower, like yeah. kind of being this like hot jester, like, like me, like me, please like me. But it's like, I don't know. You can't win them all, especially when you're not posting your face. People want to see your face. People want to see your ass. Like, right. Yeah. And yeah. There is something sad anytime I but, see someone <laughs> says, when it says and others. I'm like, what? But Why also, I feel like it's because there's this recent uh, format girls are adapting to their profile to kind of Speak make it cohesive. It. Speak on it. Because I kind of follow it, too. Uh-oh. There's a Where there's it's a like recipe? you post a selfie. Yeah. Or a photo of yourself. And then you post a photo of like an ambiguous yeah, thing yeah. like landscape photo mm-hmm. photo of art little slideshow yeah and then you then are allowed to post another photo of yourself you're allowed to yeah in your head <laughs> in your head okay. in your head because it's like oh like having two selfies next to each other like that's a little that's a little self-centered like no yeah. I, I there's depth to me yeah i think if you're Let pr- me, i think if yeah. you're pretty you could post if you're good looking you could if post you're good every looking, every photo could be every photo could be a selfie that's if you're good your looking grid. you can essentially you're, do anything you want with social media but like there is this mindset of like there's more to me than my looks or like i want people to know that like i like over here (laughs) 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 i want people to know that like i like art and i'm familiar with 
different things and like there there's yeah. layers to me than just my face like let me share this poem or whatever but it also just breaks up your feed nicely yeah it breaks it up i guess but i don't know i don't know that's my dewey root don't hide your likes don't hide your likes do you have any be, more dewey be roots? real be real be real okay <laughs> yeah instagram is be fake be fake. Be real. Wow, you heard it here first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, also, yeah, don't, if you're, another Dewey Root, do the be real when it happens. Okay. Did you something can, happen to you recently where someone wasn't, yes. wasn't being real? I went to go see my friend Blaze perform at, like, this show, and, like, it was outside, it was raining, so, like, everyone was given a poncho. It was, like, really cute. They were, like, um... Uh, they just like put up like tents on the stage so like the equipment wouldn't get wet and stuff. And like overall, it was like a nice visual. And a guy behind me just goes, uh, are we okay? Yeah, we're great. Okay. Uh, the guy behind me just goes like, oh, yeah, like I've been saving this for the be real. But that day I'd gone the be real at noon. It was 7 p.m. And this guy had waited to curate his be real. Right. Which essentially he's being fake. Yeah, he's being fake. Yeah, yeah. And but then the I, is, I, I turned around and kind of gave him a look, just because I just couldn't hear, like I couldn't believe what I was hearing. No, as as someone who uses be real correctly, um, but I I looked at him and he's like, oh yeah, you should take your be real like like now, and I was just like, ha. Well, that reminds me, I walked past this uh, this venue the other day, and there was someone. There was a line outside to whoever whatever artist was performing, and someone had made a sign that says, "Please be in my be real." and oh yeah to show the artist while they're on stage and the thing is it goes back to a few episodes ago we were talking with willa bennett oh, with she willa, was yeah. she was like yo lean into lean into be real and i was like I, I i out of principle what you're talking about is the reason why i i don't want to get into it because it is just an aesthetic thing well th- that's the thing like be be real i think i enjoy be real because I think I use it the way it's intended to be used it, where it's like, oh, you get two minutes, take it now. And I think that's what's so nice, because it's like, oh, like, sometimes I just happen to be out and about. Sometimes I'm just laying in bed. Sure. And, like, I do like seeing those moments in my friends' lives, but it does suck sometimes when I just get the notification where it's like, I don't know. Uh, Emily posted 10 hours late. Yeah. And it's like, you definitely saw the Be Real notification when it was sent out to everyone. Why are you just now taking it? Well, I don't know why. I mean, I guess no one would use this app if they designed it this way. But I imagine most people, especially young people using Be Real, have their phone in one hand probably every waking hour. Mm -hmm. Right? That if the app just automatically took a photo. Like, you don't even... you, You can maybe like... Yeah. Choose where you want that shot to go, but I, you don't get to yeah. you don't get to press the the. I was the, talking about that with my button. friend Rob not that long ago because I was like trying to sell it to him. He's a little bit older than me, and he he I I I have a lot of fun just teaching him about like new things like this because he's a little bit disconnected. He's like thirty two, but he also lives in Texas, so he's just like very removed. I I'm always the one teaching him like Gen Z stuff, um, but. Yeah, when I was explaining it to him, he's like, oh, my God, no. Like, what if it just takes it when I'm in the bathroom? And I'm like, no, no, no. You still have, like, control over it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it would be fun. Yeah, it'd ruin a lot of relationships. It would. Oh. oh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, the other day, tying it back. about this tweet? No, tying it back to relationships. My okay. friend was like, oh, I got my heart broken because, like, I looked at my ex's uh, Be Real 
Yo, go look and, at your ex. And, and someone like soft launched someone on Be Real, which yeah. is like essentially, like I think it's fine. Like when you soft launch someone on Instagram, it's like a little more permanent and like serious. Yeah. Whereas Be Real, it's like, oh, okay, like I'm out and about, like blah, 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 blah. Just take it with me. Uh, it's more casual, I guess. Right. Uh, and my friend was like, yeah, like I found out my ex is like now fucking someone else because of Be Real. I feel like it's definitely happened in right. other instances. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're gonna launch someone, I, th- I think I think you probably don't know this, but you've already been launching them on Venmo for a, a, a few months oh, now. Oh, I'm private all the way. Private all the way. I'm private all the way. Is that like a millennial thing to not be private? No, like sometimes I I feel like I've been public in the past, but it's like just with friends. Yeah. When like you kind of want to like the prompt is funny. Sure. It's like oh, I want other people to see. Yeah, <laughs> I, want, I want the people to see my little banter, bantery little quip yeah, to go but, along with my my transaction. Yeah, um, I don't know, but I'm also like a firm. I, I've I've been using Apple Pay more. I like Apple Pay. Apple Pay, no one knows. It's just between you and whoever that is, is getting right. the money. That's great. Um, but also, if you're just like still checking up on people's Venmo, like that's kind of like how bored are you? <laughs> Well, I think it's because they're just trying to they're trying to hunt down their their exes every move. I think that's honestly that's the only sad. time anyone checks Venmo. Um, just show up at their house. <laughs> <laughs> My mom one time asked me uh, when I was going through a breakup like years ago, years ago, and she goes, "Do you ever feel like the urge to go like drive by their house?" And I was like, "Not really." No. She goes. I did that once. <laughs> oh my god! Like, this was back in like maybe like the seventies or eighties. I have no idea, but well, that she was, was like that she was, was like, her Venmo. She couldn't do anything else. Well, yeah, I mean, think about how how surveilled we are. Like, there is a beauty. There, is, I mean, I understand, and, we're, and like, all right, not to sound like a let's, we got to go back to tradition, motherfucker, right? But like, there is something kind of nice, as heart heartbreaking as it is to have someone totally like removed from your life entirely like almost like you don't see images of them online you don't see anything yeah how it used to be yeah it's it's, i feel like healing was so much easier and then i think that's why your your followers when they're they're dming you and be like oh i'm with my ex again i'm i'm am i lonely am i in love well you're probably both like you probably are in love i mean i probably just don't think it it is definitely like harder to get over someone now just because of technology and everything i am very pro blocking Mm -hmm. like even if i'm on good terms with someone i'm like i just don't want to see you because like it's gonna hurt my feelings i've definitely been in a position where i like will like i'm still going through a breakup and an ex will post a photo of a meal and I just see like the corner, like in the corner, I see someone's hand and I will just like go crazy. Oh my God. And it's like, if I can avoid that feeling, like, yeah, like I'm going to take that opportunity. Yeah. Let me block you. Like, I don't want to do mental gymnastics trying to figure out like who this woman is. <laughs> Everyone's, yeah. Like, do I know her? Who is she? Like, right. is she younger? Is she older? Like, I don't know. It's like, if I can avoid all of that, I will do it. And I think you can do that by blocking someone. Yeah, it's the only way to really kind of. I think it's the only way to let go. I don't know, like kind of what you're saying is like, oh, back in the day, like you can you could really like exit a relationship and like not really. Like the only way you could interact with them is by accidentally like running into them. Yeah. And I feel like by blocking them, you can kind of do that. Mm hmm. Yeah. 
Some people, I mean, I think it's just like, it, it depends on everyone's kind of coping, grieving, like, uh, models. You know, some people really, really love to, like, know exactly what their ex is doing, even if it makes them feel crazy. Like, do they love it? Or well, is it just, like, it's obsessive behavior? There's something psychosexual to it. I don't know. Like what? Like uh, getting cocked? <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. It's like getting off on the the, 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 the pain of... Have you ever been in that position? I've never been in that position. No. Mm. No, not at all. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. But that leads us to another segment in helping round off this lovely episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Dude of the week. Dude of the Dude week. Dude of the week. Oh, man. What a, what a great segment. Love dudes. To just plug some dudes. <laughs> plug them. Um... um I have, you have two. A dude of the week? I did my homework. All right, um, let's hear it. Came in ready. Have two dudes of the week. Okay. Uh, first one is my friend Joe, Joe Holder. Um, he is just like an all around incredible person, but he is also just a nutrition and fitness king. Um, recently, I tweeted that I'm going through this sort of detox phase where I'm limiting my sugar intake. Like I'm not really smoking and drinking as much. And I recently complained about it because my skin is going crazy. Um, And he recommended a bunch of things. He told me to take milk thistle and uh, spirulina. Yeah. Because apparently the reason why my skin is freaking out so much, I'm breaking out kind of like around my cheeks and on my back and it's because my liver is working overtime apparently. Yeah. So milk thistle and um, spirulina, really good for kind of cleansing and alleviating your liver. He's like, you should listen to this podcast called Sea Moss Girlies. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll have him on. I don't know. He's great. You um, should. I'll, I'll, I'll connect that. I'll yeah, that yeah, connection. yeah. Please. Okay. Um, other dude of the week is my friend Morgan. Uh, party wizard on instagram i love him to death uh he lives in la we've been friends for a little bit now he is the he's one of the well he's a co-founder of emo night which is essentially like a traveling paul's baby grand where you can dance to fallout boy and my chemical room <laughs> and uh a couple of times a year in new york they'll go to webster hall and like do emo night it's super fun last time i saw him was September or like August can't really remember no it was before that well anyway the reason why he's the dude of the week is because I smelled Tenoir 29 oh on him and that's the night I discovered Tenoir 29 he didn't even tell me the name of the perfume yeah he was just like oh I think it's a Lilabo the next day I went on Lilabo.com fragrance section and I started reading the notes of each perfume and I was like, it's this one. And I was right. And then I tweeted that Tenoir 29 tweet. And then now you're, and now I'm here now you're on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my dudes of the week. Those are your dudes of the week. Okay. Any, any dudes of the week that aren't any dudes of the week that aren't in your circle. Uh, who that's actually a good one. Um, I wish I knew the name of the director, but whoever directed Triangle of Sadness. Okay. Incredible right. movie. Everyone should go see it. Okay. Yeah. Great cast. It's um, 
I think it's the love child of a parasite and you and I were talking about a parasite and uh, white lotus the white lotus it's perfect yeah it's so funny I wish it could have been 30 minutes shorter but that's just my general opinion on every movie that comes out now um yeah isn't that funny how like everyone they they hate long movies but they'll sit and like binge like <laughs> well the five, James Cameron episodes. yeah the yeah, James yeah. Cameron. oh you know about Cameron uh-huh yeah. yeah well didn't so Avatar is gonna be like four hours long the new one it's like three and a half hours long. okay that that four hours pretty much yeah. um it's like three hours <laughs> like three, three and hours. a half um but yeah you basically said that thing where it's like don't complain about it like you are allowed to go to the bathroom uh, if you can binge watch an entire series in one day, like you can definitely watch this fucking movie. I agree. I agree. I, I respect him you so respect much it, for but that. You don't like that though. You're because t- you're telling me. You're telling me. I wish this movie was thirty minutes shorter because <laughs> well, you prefer is, movies to be hours, shorter. Yeah. The fact that like number one, I got the blessing from the director to go pee. True. Yeah. I feel true. like other directors. I'm like, no, you have to sit through the whole thing to like really get it. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. Um, but I, when it, when it's like three and a half hours, it's like, oh, okay. Like I know what I'm going into when it's like two and a half. I'm like, I could miss something. You could. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there were like a couple of scenes when I saw it where I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely could have peed here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. Overall, great movie. Great movie. Go and see it. If you haven't, um, dudes of the week for me. Yes. Uh, big shouts to uh, my man Paul Hollywood <laughs> for for Pico de Gallo keeping it keeping it kosher uh-huh. during Mexican week. Yeah, to not falling falling into wait to, to tropes. I have a another oh, dear rude. If you were fu- if if you were if you were offended by the Mexican week, stop. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no it's it was fine it was fine. Yeah, um, I gave them my blessing. Mexican Mexican week on the Great British Baking Show. Yeah, it's funny. Like, all right, I saw a tweet going around about how Americans love love to like, and maybe even specifically like white Americans love to like police uh, like Mexican like culture, culture when, yeah. when when especially when like other Western countries try to understand it. But it's it's probably because we're just uh, well, Mexico is so close to the U.S. Yeah. Um, well, I think this person was making the point, too, is that because there is no like ethno like national like sp- spiritual identity to America mm-hmm. that like they feel uh, like like white Americans feel like they have to they they're like, well, we get Mexico. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Subconsciously. That's crazy. I can that makes sense though, but that's crazy. Yeah. But Another, in reality though, this person was like also illustrating like, yo, dude, like chill about Mexican food. Literally, if someone puts like a quesadilla with some cheese in it, like a microwave and takes it out, like that's Mexican food. Like that's I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I don't know speak if it's fucking it, craft it. cheese. No, if it's not craft cheese, no. Yeah. No, but um some Oaxaca. Yeah, Oaxaca yeah. cheese. Let's see. What are the, some of the other ones? Oaxaca, Monterrey, cojita. queso crema, cojita cheese. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, but yeah, shout out Paul Hollywood. <laughs> um, also, yo, congrats on beating the uh, lights harassment allegations seasons back. 
not a lot of celebrities can do that anymore and still be celebrated. Uh, congrats on that. Uh, other dude of the week, Christian Walker. For standing up for his dad. Yeah, for standing up for once again what he believes in. <laughs> no, I mean, number one, beautiful skin. He, Yeah, Christian Walker, come on is, the pod. I, yeah. I'd love to pick your brain. I would love to get your opinion on all uh, um, all the fellas out he here would in New have York. Great opinions on uh, dating. Oh, definitely. He would have incredible opinions on dating, but yeah, no, that was that was kind of nice. Like a lot of I, I really wasn't following it. I just heard that Herschel Walker came out because he's so anti-abortion, but yeah, he like paid off two women. Yeah, so I'm a I'm a huge fan of Christian Walker, uh, in a way a lot of people are. I just kind of lean, I, I lean into how neurotic he is, but I also feel like he's just like a true libertarian. Like I actually don't think he's super right wing. I could be wrong. I feel like he's just entertaining both sides was, which is essentially a really smart move. Oh, like, like entertaining, not like, not like, yeah, ideology, like, like actually just like, sometimes he'll go on these right. rants on how like women should be treated yeah, yeah and like a lot of like liberal women or like women on the left they like love those sort of rants because they can all relate to them but then obviously when there's like a big sort of like right wing happening in the mm-hmm. world he'll just be like oh this is happening like he's he's always like entertaining both sides yeah. in a way that is like comical well he's being relevant he's he's being relevant where he can be what there's a quote from it's always sunny in philadelphia that's like i'm playing both sides so i always come on top yeah and he's doing that you think he is coming you think he's playing both sides that he comes i think so i know i think i think i thought you meant he's entertaining both sides and that and he's like actually entertaining like well he would well yeah maybe i I worded it wrong he's he's definitely entertaining both sides like if you go on his tiktok he doesn't really talk about politics it's all dating advice oh because he knows that like i i feel like well i don't know the the side of tiktok that i'm on is like definitely more like reactionary right wing (laughs) (laughs) yeah what is it what was that recent thing where it's like right wing latina something there was some news happening where it's like oh meet the right-wing latina um i don't know i can't remember i wish i i had the article yeah, i always feel like that's like a kind of like a, a makes sense. a meme joke about like yeah. right-wing latinas yeah um i am not on the right-wing side of tiktok but um <laughs> yeah like on tiktok i i only get kind of like number one i get apolitical content so i'm surprised that he kind of like falls into that because like I'll just be scrolling and then he'll come up because he only talks about dating on there. Mm. Well, it's interesting. I feel like for a long time, and I know we're probably going long here, but I love it. I love, I love, I love, I love, love potting it up. Yeah, uh, that like a lot of TikTok content, or no, just a lot of like content in general for the longest time. What and it still is very, very political as it related to like political like policies not so much culture but now i feel like all of your content is being made is all all culture war politics in that and that created like a huge void for like apolitical content to come in and like oh yeah i think a lot of people are really engaging with apolitical stuff now good i kinda don't know like, well i not like this podcast yeah i mean i don't, I don't mean to go not over, that like go over a lot but yeah i mean i i told you about it not that long ago where like i went on my instagram archive 
for like oh my god 2020, yeah, 2020 and it was all left and right. i was sharing like 10 infographics a day wow and there were a couple where i'm like okay like i get how these could be helpful but then there were others yeah. where i was like why was i reposting that there was one that like kind of came out to like it stuck with me because it was like is um the it, the opening was like is fast fashion racist i'm like of course it is <laughs> like yeah. this doesn't need to be like answered at the time it made sense for me to kind of like share that right because everyone kind of was but yeah there was this sort of like understanding within instagram of like you have to share and it looks <laughs> yeah. bad if you don't um well it's funny too because yeah. it's like i remember when you would push back on that idea and that like and i still stand by Damn, I can't believe this is, this is a politics podcast. Yeah. Now. No, I still stand by that. Like, <laughs> Tucker Carlson. No, like, I still stand by that. Like, it's social media. Like, posting really does nothing to affect change. Like, it doesn't. Oh, I agree. Like, especially the way we do it in America. I mean, I imagine maybe if you're in France or something or like, you know, I don't know, like not to minimize what's going on in, in the Iran or like wherever. But like here, I don't really think it really affects much change whatsoever. But I remember back in like 2020 when you would push back and be like, I don't know if this is actually really doing anything. Maybe what it's doing is it's like creating well, people to come together, but like demographics like that, they're like, well, your friend who lives over in, uh, back in like Kansas or something, isn't exposed to all the things you're yeah. exposed to. And this is helping, helping them like, uh, get to the po place where you are, even though, you know, like inherently that fast fashion is racist. Well, yeah. Like you're educating them. Like you're doing the work, right? Like, um, do we do's and don'ts? Do do we do use the be real correctly <laughs> and maybe stop exfoliating for a bit and your skin will calm down. Yeah. All right. Other ones. Uh, what do we talk to? What do we talk about? I don't know. Just a lot of things in general. Uh, do we do we do leave your pubic hair alone? Yeah, let it grow. Let let, let it grow. Let that shit I, grow. I didn't dude. mention it, but if you really hate your pubes, put fur oil on it. Love it. Great. Wait, what does it do to your It softens your pubes. It uh just like keeps the area like kind of like moisturized and like not red. Okay. It just like helps with irritation and like bumps and things like that. And it All just right. softens softens your pubes uh keeps them pretty and nice um, Hell yeah smells a little too medicinal but you know as long as hey look it gets the job done i'm fine with it look medicinal means clean <laughs> yeah uh yeah uh leave your pubes alone and go see the triangle of sadness do we do we do uh you know aim higher aim higher <laughs> i know a lot of people are really adamant these days they're up and about they're like i need to get my ten thousand steps in <laughs> That's some loser shit. You should be going for 20,000. 20, yeah. 20,000 a day or bust. Yeah. You got time. You can do 10 miles. Mm -hmm. Do we don't. Do we don't. Uh, don't try vibes. I'm going to say this right they now. They taste like bread. I think that's the worst tasting. Uh, sparkling. Sparkling uh, tonic. Tonic. Rebranded yeah. pop. Rebranded soda you out call there. It pop? Well, I was talking to somebody the other day. <laughs> Uh, who lives in uh, Wisconsin. Uh -huh. And I remember distinctly as a kid, I stopped saying pop mm. just to rebel against where I was from. 
That's cute. I was like, no, I say soda, like a little pretentious fuck, right? While everyone mm. else in like Kansas was calling it pop. Pop, that's but cute. I think pop's cute. I think pop's pop cute. Pop is so cute. Pop. Um, so uh, don't try vibes. Do we do? Honestly, lean into just drinking soda. Oh, hell yeah. I'm yeah. a big DC man. <laughs> I think I, I really am leaning hard into being Ben Affleck these days in more ways than one. And uh-huh. uh, by adopting a Diet Coke addiction. And I know a lot of people say, oh, that's disgusting. That's I think, gross. I think gonna, that was gonna... Duncan. You're more Trump. No, no, no. I think uh, there's, 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 yeah, it's a very, it's very tr- Trumpian to drink a DC. But uh, honestly, it, look, if you're trying to cut as I am, if everyone will know, I'll update you all later because you're dying to hear about how my personal training is going. A Diet Coke, zero calories, probably will give you cancer, but not until down the road. At least you'll have a pretty corpse. Um, but at the same time, you know, don't do we do do we don't do we don't uh, get too upset with get too obsessed with cutting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go out, do do what I did this week, and I I had two rascal burgers. At uh, Finale's. Those yeah. are great. No fries. No fries. Literally, actually, yeah. Do we do substitute fries for another burger? Mm-hmm. And don't necessarily agree, but <laughs> I will support you through this journey. Um, that's it. Anything else you want to plug? Anything we, we all right, where can we find you? Um, Zark. Maybe I hopefully I'll one day get to a point where I can use uh, the same username in every platform but i am cool pilled on twitter <laughs> can you call me back on tiktok um i'm very embarrassing on there and a-n-a-p-a-u-s-a-l anna pausal on instagram which is not a play on words on menopausal as a lot of people think it's just your name first middle and last name uh shortened uh subscribe to my sub stock yeah where if you like i'm really the, sad on it if you like some <laughs> of the, the the love and dating banter that went on this show today but it's not like that it's, it's not it's a lot sadder it's a lot sadder it's i don't talk about pubes um <laughs> if you're a fan of this show if you got this far yeah which i hope you all have go into that app go out go into the app like subscribe write a fucking brilliant review of the show you just listened to uh jump into our discord which is in our link tree and it's also in the description for this podcast episode on behalf of of dewey dudes on behalf of emilio just want to say thank you so much anna for being on today's show and uh i hope to have you on again to talk some some love and advice. Yes, please. I hope, hopefully we. I think some advice was plugged in there, right? Or no? I, uh, maybe. <laughs> Fuck them. That's what we always say here. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, all right. Anyway, that's it. Bye. Until next time. This is episode ninety-two. Bye.